This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, we just pulled up to our old house. We're getting the very last load of stuff from the garage, and then this is it. Oh, my God. Violet, how do you feel? I'm fine with it. I mean, I'm just really excited to Yay! Oh, I can't wait to visit. I know, right? Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in Ojai now, which is close to LA. And with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Craft. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. Sarah, today I am coming to you from my parents' laundry room in Kansas City, <laughs> Missouri, finally seeing them for the first time since Christmas 2019. Oh my gosh, is it just so fantastic to see them? Yes, but of course it feels like I saw them yesterday. So it's funny how <laughs> quickly everything goes back to normal. Oh, that's so true. Okay, today we're gonna talk about the Fantasy Island premiere, yay! yay. And we have not one, but two Take a Hike segments. We'll discuss a truth we have to learn over and over again. And Sarah will share why falling down in front of a lot of people wasn't all bad. And it was bad, but not all bad. <laughs> and finally, this week's Hollywood hack is a fun, personalized gift that also happens to be quite soft and cuddly. Okay, Sarah, before we launch in, I want to tell everyone that Gretchen and I recorded a Fantasy Island bonus episode for Happier with Gretchen Rubin. It is out now. I answer lots of questions about Fantasy Island. Um, there were many, including what it was like to work with my husband, Adam, who wrote one of the episodes. <laughs> you worked with him as well. Yes. And I talk about everyone's favorite character, Sarah, Mr. Jones the dog, also known as Zeus. That's his real life name. Oh, I just love Mr. Jones. So go to Happier and listen to the Fantasy Island bonus episode. Yay. Well, I will be doing that very basically as soon as we're mm -hmm. done recording. <laughs> Good. Okay, Sarah, it is time for From the Treadmill Desk of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. And this week, come on, it is the premiere ah. of Fantasy Island. All of this work, months and months of literally working seven days a week, and it finally culminates in the premiere. Yes. And it was so nice. I mean, it really was kind of incredible to finally see it on TV. Yes, it looked so good. 
And it, it came off so well. I mean, it was funny to see it with all the commercials. You know, we're so used <laughs> to seeing it, obviously, without commercials. There's just nothing like when it comes on for the first time. And as we've discussed, thanks to the Delta variant, we canceled our, like, big, awesome premiere party. But Liz, you hosted a really lovely, very small gathering. And I have to say, it was really awesome. It was basically us and a couple writers and our amazing executives from Gemstone. And it was so fun because Violet and Jack played, and it was just a very chill but lovely night. Yes, Sarah, it was so nice. I mean, one of our um, executives, Ray, we had never met. I mean, we had talked to him every single day, had hours-long Zoom sessions, calls, back and forth for months, and we had never met in person. So it was really fun to meet Ray in person. Who's very tall. Yes, much taller than we knew (laughs) from Zoom. Yeah. And yes, you and I just, it's, what's fun about the premiere is it's like the one night that's just all possibility. Like, you haven't gotten any ratings as far as you know, you're the next empire. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's, and everyone is excited. And it's just, we can, even though we still have a lot of work to do, it's like the night that we just let it all go and have fun and just revel in the fact that we have an episode on the air. Yes. And of course, prior to the premiere, we were, all the press coverage is rolling in. And for the most part, there's always exceptions, even in positive <laughs> reviews. But for the most part, it was so positive and lovely and and people really seem to get the show. Yes. And what I love is that um, our cast is getting a lot of praise. Um, Rosalind Sanchez, who plays Rourke, is just universally loved. Everybody loves her. And she's getting a ton of press, like articles about her. Yes. Which is gratifying. Um, And and our whole cast has just deservedly so gotten a lot of praise. So that's been fun. You and I have been interviewed a lot. We're sort of showing up a lot more in the pieces than we usually do, I think. Yes, which is both horrifying and great. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) It's a mixed bag there. (laughs) And we talked about that recently on the podcast, having to do press and how it's not that comfortable for us, but we force ourselves to do it. So that was really fun. And I think the network and the studio were really excited about the press coverage. So that's just been really positive and buoyant for everybody. Yeah. And I think then also just the the reactions that we've been getting from friends, and I'm including our podcast listeners in that group, uh, you know, like sending emails and on our Facebook group. Yes. And like, it's been so nice, like really just heartwarming. It really has. And Sarah, we have to talk about the fact that so many listeners have commented about the evil donut bringer. I know. So for anyone yes. who hasn't seen it, and please do go watch um, the Fantasy Island pilot and subsequent episodes if you haven't already. But the pilot opens with Bellamy Young, the wonderful Bellamy Young, who plays a uh, morning show host, being confronted by donuts from the weatherman who's brought donuts to work <laughs> for everyone. And then it leads to her give, having a rant on, that, on uh, live TV about 
the evil, you know, about people bringing donuts to work. And anyway, I mean, so many of our listeners, yes, caught obviously, um, yes. got the it wasn't joke. subtle. It's no. very clear whether he walks in with the pink sprinkle donuts. Yes. At one point, she even called him the evil donut bringer in that ramp, but we cut that line because it was just a little too on the nose. But anyway, so yes, everyone, that was absolutely a shout out to you. We knew a lot of people would get a kick out of that, and and it fit with our story. So Liz, what I'm dying to know, because the character of Christine, played by Bellamy Young, was loosely, but based on your sister-in-law, Olivia. So how did Olivia respond? Olivia loved it. She um, was <laughs> very impressed with our morning show set. She felt it was very oh, um, true to life. And she got a big kick out of it. And she loved that we talked about Amarillo because that was her first job was an Amarillo. Uh-huh. And she, I think, understood that, you know, the rest of the character was not based on her and that we were not <laughs> suggesting that Olivia needs to um, engage, engage in, in any some symbolic cannibalism. cannibalism. <laughs> yeah. So I was glad that that she liked it. That's awesome. And Liz, you should post a picture on Instagram of Olivia in her blue dress oh, next yes. to Bellamy in her blue dress. Yes. Because we it. definitely, like when we were going through wardrobe options for that opening yes. scene, it was like, oh my God, that's the dress. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 just fun. It's fun for me. Um, Olivia is so great. Um, it was fun to, to have that shout out to her. And then, Sarah, I think this is the point where we just let it go. And, and it, you know, it's yeah. the um, the go with God of, of it all, right? It's just like the show is on now. Yes, we're still finishing it, but our part is kind of done. Now it's up to viewers, you know, really to yes. decide. Yes. So just for our listeners out there listening to this, tell your friends to watch Fantasy Island and, of course, watch it yourselves, because it really does matter when people watch. And the thing is, you don't have to watch when it's actually on. You can watch it on Hulu. Live Plus 3 and Live Plus 7 numbers matter a lot. Like they matter a lot, just as much, yeah, as watching it the night of. So, you know, save it. Watch it a few days later. That's cool. Yes, absolutely. By the way, Sarah, can I mention my favorite uh, moment of our, well, it was really, (laughs) it was the morning after. But (laughs) what was funny is you and Violet actually stayed over because now that you live in Ojai, it's quite a drive. (laughs) So you stayed in our guest room and then at like, Eight in the morning, I was up and like eight in the morning, Charlie, uh, our Fox executive called to talk to us and he said, hi, Liz. Okay, hold on. I'm going to get Sarah. And I said, well, (laughs) just uh, wait a second, Charlie. She's actually in my guest room. And he was like, what? I said, yeah, she spent the night last night. So if anyone wonders if we're actually friends in our personal lives, um, you were had spent the night at my house. He probably hadn't heard that for a long time. Exactly. Um, and so I went and knocked on the door and I'm like, Sarah, Charlie's on the phone, Sarah. Char-. And what's so funny is you usually are up like at least an hour and a half before I am, but with all the excitement, you'd actually slept in. So I woke you out of a dead sleep. It was like, come no, I was talk sound to asleep. Charlie. And you're there in your like robe and your pink yeah. slippers. Yeah. You're, and you're, you're like, come talk to Charlie. And I was like, I don't have a bra. On. Yeah. 
You're like, he's on the phone. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. So then um, we had a really nice call with Charlie and um, and we had a fun morning. Oh, Sarah, I should mention that for dessert, we had pink sprinkled <laughs> donuts in honor of the show and chocolate truffles. So then there were donuts left over for breakfast. Which Violet dove into yes, with great did. joy. <laughs> so I was the evil donut bringer to the... Uh, our premiere night. Yes. Well, it was a great night. It really was really fun. I do wish we could have had the big party. I know. But, you know, another time. Yes. Well, and you did all the prep, so you know what to do when the time comes. Yes. I am ready. As it inevitably will. I am prepared for a party. (laughs) Yes. For the post-COVID party. Coming up, we talk about why writing is actually easier than not writing. But first, this break. Okay, Liz, it's time for Take a Hike, where we talk about physical, spiritual, and mental health. And today, it's mental health. Liz, do you want to talk about where this came from? Yes. So our Take a Hike is, remember, writing is easier than not writing. And this came about because I was talking um, to Adam, my husband, about writing. He's been having a lot of trouble with writer's block lately. And he was, you know, just explaining to me what it feels like and all the things that he does instead of write, you know, all the little things Mm. um, that he'll sort of convince himself he should do instead of writing. But meanwhile, as he does all of these things, he's absolutely tortured by the fact that he's not writing. And we have all been there. And I was kind of laughing as he as he was telling me this. And he was like, why are you laughing? And I said, because it just, I'm remembering what I myself have had to learn so many times, which is that uh-huh. writing is actually easier than not writing. So you think writing is hard. You're sitting there and you think, I can't write. I can't do it. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go to the dry cleaner. But it's actually, <laughs> if you just write it's actually less stressful than not writing. Right. It doesn't have to be perfect. You right. just have to like move your fingers on the keyboard. Exactly. Is don't try to write well, just write. And yeah. it is it it's it's so crazy because the torture of not writing is actually just so mentally draining. Right. It's more exhausting than just writing. So, but yeah. you but we all forget this. And then I was thinking it really applies to sort of take a hike in our general mental health because it applies to so many things in life. Like we were talking about how like packing is easier than not packing. That sort of procrastination that you do before a trip where your suitcase is either like in the garage and you know you have to go get it or it's sitting empty on your bed. (laughs) Yeah, like every time you pass it, it's like, oh, my God, I have to pack. I have to pack. And it's getting later and later and later. And you have to pack. Yes. It's not like you can get up in the morning and go on this trip without packing. Yes. But you stress yourself out over it. Even the other day, Sarah, when you were coming to my house and you were like, I just don't want to pack again. And I'm like, all you need is sweatpants and a T-shirt. And you're like, but it involves putting something in something else. And you were dreading putting (laughs) sweatpants into a like tote bag all day. And then it was probably worse dreading it 
Oh, totally. And then, you know, it's more to me the lugging. I'm tired of lugging things around. Mm. Always having crap that needs to come with me places. Yes. <laughs> Just sick of it. But the funny thing is, you know, we talked about packing is easier than not packing. The reverse is also ah, true. Unpacking. unpacking. As someone who just moved into a house, unpacking is easier than not unpacking. Like, if I could just get myself to sit my butt down and just, like, do two boxes a day, yes. I would feel so much better. But part of it is we're working so much still. Yeah. You know, and Violet's not in school. But, like, I would feel so much better if I would just unpack a little every single day, no matter what. Sarah, of course, this makes me think of something that our former assistant, now full-fledged TV writer, Brooke Sickgraves-Turner, said on this podcast, which is that action is the antidote to anxiety. That it's, it's you know, do something and it will relieve that anxiety about the thing you don't want to do. Right. <laughs> which is why writing is actually easier than not writing. But as you say, it's just that thing we have to learn over and over and over about writing, about packing, about unpacking, about probably 8,000 small things yes. and large things in our own lives. So I'm just going to hold on to it and yes. remind myself as I look at all these boxes that unpacking is actually easier than not unpacking. Yes, I'm, I would love to hear if listeners have things in their lives like this that um, apply, like packing or writing. What is it in your life that you find, even though you dread doing it, you avoid doing it, you don't do it, it's actually easier when you just do it. So email us at happierinhollywood at gmail.com or send us a voice memo because we love hearing your voices. Okay, Sarah, it is time. Forget this. Our second take a hike. We have not one, but two take a hikes today. And this one comes from you. As we've discussed, you're newly moved to Ojai. You're out and about. And you had something embarrassing happen, which made <laughs> us realize the value of an embarrassing story. So please yes. do tell. Oh, I will. And listeners, as you hear me tell this story, please try not to <laughs> laugh and uh, snarfle your coffee. Hmm. Um, okay, so I think part of maybe like 90% of why Violet wanted to move to Ojai is this park called Libby Park, which is just like a wonderful park right in the center of the town of Ojai. <laughs> so we've been going there a lot since we moved. And there's a huge rotating device. It's not a merry-go-round exactly. It's just like a big thing. And, and a lot of times like parents will run and push it and the kids get on it and it goes fast and it's really fun. And Violet is always wanting me to do this. And I'm always like, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to push the thing. It's huge, right? So I finally agree to push the thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm pushing it and I'm running around in a circle. And then I, just, I stop pushing and I walk backwards <sighs> to get away from it. <laughs> and I don't realize there's a significant drop from like the actual playground to the area around it. It's like a, you know, foot step that, oh. you know, goes around the whole thing. And I suddenly find myself stepping backwards into the void. Oh my God. <laughs> and land in the wood chips on my butt. Violet, <laughs> Violet says I bounced. Oh my, thank goodness there were wood chips. Oh, I know. Um, and of course, it's a very popular <laughs> oh park. It's, 
it's not like there are just a couple people there, right? It's it's a very busy, very busy popular park. Uh, so of course, this mom just rushes over. She was so nice to make sure I'm okay. Everyone's looking at me, and Violet was laughing. I mean, she yeah. couldn't contain herself, and I was totally fine. I popped back up, no problem. But it was it was embarrassing. Yeah, it was. De- Definitely embarrassing to arrive in our new town and then promptly land on my ass. But it reminded me of something your mom says that often when things go wrong, it makes the best memories. And I thought, well, you know what? Now, whenever we come to Libby Park, Mm. we're going to have Violet's going to be like, oh, my God, remember when (laughs) when you fell off the thing and everyone laughed and I laughed and it ends up being a fun, happy memory. And, you know, this happened yesterday. I'm fine today. Yeah. Instead of like a mortifying, awful moment. Yes. And, you know, when you can, it also, an embarrassing story always breaks the ice, you know? So if you're going to be meeting a lot of people, maybe at that very park, and you can say, oh my gosh, I was here two weeks ago and I fell off the merry-go-round and, you know, the merry-go-round like device. Um, And it is always a way to break the ice because whenever you tell an embarrassing story, it puts people at ease. It it, it lets everyone's guard down. Exactly. No, I actually found myself thinking, gosh, I hope that nice mom who rushed over is a mom at Violet's new school. Yeah. So that when we get to our first event and I don't know anyone, I can say, oh my gosh, you were that, you were so nice at Libby Park. Yes, exactly. (laughs) You know what? Embarrassment brings us all together. It really does. It really does. I have to mention, because you had a big fall, Uh Adam's epic fall down the stairs at his sister Olivia's house in Arizona. He fell down the stairs. And as I watched it, it was so dramatic that I thought to myself, oh, Adam is doing a stunt. I didn't know (laughs) he could do stunts. That is how big it was it it didn't even occur to me he was oh falling cuz it was so dramatic i didn't think it could happen but uh, on purpose he flew off oh i mean it was frightening i mean in this case there were no wood chips so thank goodness he was okay although his tailbone hurt for a good like 4 months oh. but um he oh was fine God. but anyway that's how big his fall was I, who've been married to him for 14 years, thought he'd been hiding a talent for pratfalls. <laughs> that he's actually a stuntman? Yes. I. This was what went through my mind. Anyway. Okay. Well, Adam I'm, has a side hustle. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're okay, and I'm glad you have a fun, embarrassing story to tell and a fun uh, memory of when things didn't go right. Yes. But I have to just add, it's all in how you take it. Yes. You know, like it really is the thing of like in that in that moment when you're lying there on your butt. Yes. You have to decide right away, am I going to be mortified or am I going to laugh at this? Yes. And you had to laugh. And it's always better to laugh. Always better to laugh. Not easy, but better. If you're not actually injured. Yes. <laughs> Okay, coming up, this week's Hollywood hack can help when you miss a loved one. But first, this break. Okay, Liz, it's time for this week's Hollywood hack. Personalized 
pillows. So I love this because you did it recently and it was the sweetest thing. So so share with our listeners what you did for Adam. Okay, so I got this idea from my friend Jessica who showed me this product, which is a pillow that you can put someone's picture on. So and it would in their shape of their face or their whole body or whatever you want. So When Jack was going to camp, I knew how badly Adam was going to miss him. So for Adam's birthday, I had three pillows made out of photos of Jack. So one of Jack, like with headphones, looking at an iPad, playing a game. One (laughs) was um, his school picture. And that I did like his face and his shoulders. And then one was just his face a little bit younger. And I got these from a place called allaboutvibe.com. This is not an ad for them. This is just where I got the pillows. But the thing about them that's so great is they're not very expensive and you can get whatever you want. So one thing that's very popular is to get one of a pet, like a dog. So um, I think I might get one for my sister for Christmas of her dog, Barnaby, Or you can get an image. So if you wanted to give a present to someone like their diploma or their wedding certificate or whatever, you could get anything you want. And they're really nice, soft, kind of velvety feeling pillows. And also, Sarah, they come in three sizes. So um, they can become quite large. So it really can be a dramatic gift for a reasonable (laughs) price. So I I suggest everyone has an occasion in your life where you could use a personalized pillow. (laughs) And did they help, Liz? Do you think Adam felt better while Jack was at camp? Adam missed Jack a lot, but I think it did help (laughs) to have the pillows. Yes, I do think so. We kept them out in our family room, one on the couch and one on each chair. And so Jack would greet us whenever we were there. And now we've moved them to our bedroom. (laughs) But yes, um, I think um, Adam did like having the the pillows that he could hold um, when he missed Jack, which was a lot. Yeah. Okay. And that's it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. For questions or comments, email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please subscribe if you haven't already. Thanks to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Listen to the other Onward Project podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, Do the Thing with Whole30's Melissa Urban, and Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at S. Fain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Hi! Hey, Gretch! Oh my God! I'm recording Happier in Hollywood. Okay, well, I, will, I won't. I just wanted to say hi. Of course. I can't hear anybody because I don't have headphones. But um, I'm so happy to be in Kansas. See you. I'll see you in a minute. It's nice to be in the laundry room. <laughs> Back in the laundry room.
from the Onward Project.